You're listening to The Self-Disruption Show on iHeartRadio with Audrey Lawrence. Hacking business, science, and psychology to smash your goals. This is Audrey Lawrence, and you're listening to The Self-Disruption Show on iHeartRadio and WWPR in Tampa Bay. Well, I have to tell you that when I'm looking for success in life, the number one thing I do is learn about failure. And today, I have a guest who has turned failure on its ear, has turned it upside down and created an opportunity where success is the bloom of potentially one of the lowest moments I've ever seen anybody go through. You're not gonna guess who we have today. Yep, ready? I need a drum roll for this. We have from American Idol 2004, William Hung. William, thank you for being here today. Welcome. You know what? I love the idea that you turned this terrible moment, we'll say, when you were on stage with Simon Cowell telling you these things that you weren't good enough and you turned it into this beautiful career. What was like hearing those words from Simon Cowell? It was disappointing uh, to hear his criticism saying that you can't sing, you can't dance, what do you want me to say? Uh, uh, but I was uh, expecting a negative uh, comments from Simon, so it wasn't surprising. I was ready for it. And isn't it funny? You won the hearts of America. Like as much as he could say that you didn't have talent or you couldn't sing, the takeaway was, you know what? Everybody fell in love. We all walked away holding our chests, going, oh my gosh, he's so adorable. I love him. <laughs> he tried so hard. He went for his dream. And gosh, isn't that the lesson? Isn't that the lesson? Yeah, well, I, I would say that, that in life, uh, you want to try something new. Uh, you need to give yourself permission for that. You need to give yourself permission for that. Well, I love it. Before we keep going, I want to try something new with you, and I want to do a speed round. William, are you willing to do five quick questions for our audience really fast in a speed round? Let's go. Okay, I love it. I need a timer, somebody. Okay, really fast. What is your number one junk food? Chocolate. Ooh, okay. And if you could go to any era and any time, past, present, or future, where would you go? Medieval times. Ooh, okay, I like that. And your number one celebrity crush? Carrie Underwood. Okay, an idol. Uh, and if you were just watching junk food TV, what would it be? Food Network. Food Network, I agree. And if you could go anywhere in the world, your bucket list place to go, where would you go? My number one place I haven't been to yet is Japan. Japan, woo! Okay, there's our speed round. You know what, thank you. I learned so much from you and all of our guests by doing a speed round. How fun is that? We'll be back after these messages. It's Audrey Lawrence and you are listening to The Self-Disruption Show on iHeartRadio. And our guest today is William Hung. He's sharing with us that heartfelt moment when he got on stage on American Idol and had the criticism that probably broke his heart. William, tell us again what that was like and where you went from there. Well, I auditioned for American Idol uh, back in 2004 uh, in front of Randy, Paula, and Simon. Uh, as soon as I began my audition, Randy held a white sheet of paper to cover up his face and giggled throughout <laughs> the audition. Paula was staring at me and I kept going. 
sheet bangs, sheet bangs. And then Simon stopped me in the middle of the chorus and said, you know, I, I can't sing, I can't dance. Uh, and then I just took a moment and reflect on, on my experience from the past. I remember when my mom taught me, it's okay to fail as long as you tried your best. That's what gave me the confidence to uh, respond in a positive way. And I'll tell you, with the world's eyes watching you, I mean, gosh, I mean, I please, I have little failures all the time. I feel terrible from them. I want to come home. I want to crawl under the covers. <laughs> you know, I couldn't imagine, William, doing it on TV in front of the world. And in the end, wow, let's talk about your career. Multiple books, multiple albums, a TED Talk, speaking tours, a motivational speaker. I mean, gosh, tell me you didn't get the last laugh of this because at the end, I don't know what Simon Cowell's doing, but I see you all over the place. What's coming yeah. up next in your career? Well, um, yes, I definitely uh, lived a dream life after my audition. I'm very grateful for all my fans. I travel and perform all over the world. Um, I had three uh, record albums. Yes, I put out a book as well called Champion by Choice a couple of years ago. Uh, and I do a lot of uh, speaking professionally uh, for big conferences. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've done a lot uh, in, ter in terms of what's next. Uh, now I am at a point where I want to stop hustling. Uh, so I still hustle. <laughs> I still do my entertainment. I do my poker, stocks and what whatnot. But I'm looking to build my financial security for, you know, uh, next 10 years, you know, like I want to get to the point where I only work because I want to, I could do what I enjoy. I don't have to worry about the, the money anymore. Well, it sounds like you've got that great experience where failure isn't going to shape you. You're not going to turn away from a challenge. You're not going to cower and back down from somebody telling you you haven't done it right or you're not good enough. What do yes. you say to our listeners and to the people who have dreams and want to find, you know, their golden rainbow? They want to find, you know, their success. What do you say to them when they meet these hurdles? Step at a time. Don't go quit your job tomorrow. <laughs> that's because that's not why I did. Uh, so I, I let me share just a little bit about what happened throughout all these years. Uh, so what happened was, yes, I, I was living this dream life. I made a lot of money from entertainment the first four years, but then my showbiz slowed down. And then at that point, I went back to school. I got my degree. So I have a bachelor's in math, master's in business. Uh, I, I worked for the government for like eight years. And then I, I felt lost because uh, I, I felt like I shouldn't be hiding behind a cubicle. So that's why I... Uh, turned into poker because I love the game uh, right from the start. I played since 2004, so I played for many years <laughs> as a hobby, but I didn't see that as a potential possibility that, that I could create financial freedom to, to, get, to, to put myself out there again. So it's like, it's like a stepping stone. Uh, but the way I approached it, I wasn't saying, I wasn't thinking like, oh, let's go uh, quit my job tomorrow because I hate my job. I was more like I gave myself like, like almost a full year. I put in like extra 30 hours a week of playing in addition to my full-time job to prove that I could make it. I could make way more money than whatever day job I could be working now. 
So that's that's the approach for any side hustle. It's like you need to uh, give yourself the time to uh, to build that momentum. You know, like 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 you hear all these uh, social media. Uh, uh, blasting you on, oh, you should just build an online coaching business. You know, millions of dollars must be, must be easy. It's not. <laughs> it's, that's not how it works because I've done some coaching myself as well. So the way it, it works is more like you, you get one, you, you start with you know, maybe your first few free clients uh, or beta clients, and then you get one or two clients here and there, three, four, five. It, it, it's, it's a very, it could be a very slow process. Not everybody can, can suddenly make the jump from point A to point Z. Yeah, I think that when we see what real success looks like, I think you isolate it. It doesn't happen overnight. It's grind. It's the day in, the day out. That the good work is done in the trenches. You're just going to have to get out there. And like you did in American Idol, hit some failures not be deterred, move forward incrementally. It's these iterations towards your goal. It's, it's winning today and winning tomorrow and winning the next day until you look back and suddenly you're further ahead in your journey and look at your journey. I mean, it's so inspirational. Tell us about the poker because, you know, I'm a fan of yours. I follow, we follow each other <laughs> on social media. I love seeing what's going on and I'm super curious about it. Teach me something new. What's the scoop behind this? Well, um, I, the, the, the way I do well uh, with poker is uh, I play cash games. Uh, so I, it's not like, like I suddenly make like millions of dollars from World Series of Poker. I'm not on the headlines. Uh, and that is perfectly fine because I, I want uh, consistent income. I'm not looking to take huge risks. Uh, so that, oh, that, is it that's online? I, is it a, you go in person? I, I, so this I, is. How, what I don't know, William, I don't know anything about poker. So it's do you okay. go to a casino? Uh, so, Is it online? Um, I I try both online and in life. Uh, I think live casino was a benefit for me uh, because I I like the the, the in person show show interaction. So yeah, that's why that's why I've been doing for the last four or five years. Uh, and, and you have like a limit. Do you go in and say, okay, I'm bringing five bucks with me. If I go down to two <laughs> bucks, I'm gone. And I don't mean those numbers, but I just mean like, you know, how do you, I'm terrible. I'd go in and spend my whole pocketbook and then walk out crying. And again, back <laughs> under the sheet, and that's where you find me. Well, yeah, so how uh, do you uh, set boundaries for winning? Cause I think that boundary setting for winners is huge. And I couldn't imagine a place that you would you'd have to really employ that than being at the poker table. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is to manage your risk day in and day out. Um, so so I, I usually uh, have like a three to four buy-in limit for each day. Uh, it just depends on what level you're playing at. Uh, so let's say you play the lowest, lowest level, it's like one, two, 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 or uh, two, two, uh, whatever, one, three, you know, you, we would buy in for like maybe $200. You need to be my vacation poker coach. And I've <laughs> never gambled in my life, but right. know, there's a skill set here that people are interested in. I'm fascinated by this. So I'm at the table. I've got the cash. They're dealing, it's poker and chips, right? Or is that the spinny thing? Is that, it, no, that's it, They give you, they give you uh, the, the chips. Yeah. Okay. Like, like poker chips. Yeah. Okay. And I'm in and I'm playing and I win and now I'm up. Say I've doubled my money. Is it time to go home? Do I pull out and, and pat myself on the back and say a day's earned income? Or do I that's, double that's, down? No, 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 no. That's that's that that's that's why that's not a good mentality to have. Uh so so the way I approach my 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 the game, 
is, is that uh, actually when I'm winning, I want to win more. Uh, there is no reason for me to quit the game that I'm winning or ahead uh, unless I'm tired uh, or the game suddenly get worse. You know, uh, so let's say the fish leaves the table. Maybe I'll quit. <laughs> okay. You know, we could be talking about gambling, but I'm going to tell you success and the arc of success looks like failure, looks like risk, looks like mitigating <laughs> damages. That when we look at what it is to be succeeding in life, a lot of it is that gut instinct. Am I too tired to be successful? Have I not, do I not have all my resources available? You know, William, I always love to take things and turn it towards what it is for each of us to be successful. And now I'm totally seeing the parallels between poker and life. You know, they say yes. poker face in life, but I see if you can't manage your own risk in life, if you can't mitigate the damages of your own resources, time, tired, money, you may not be prepared to make the right decisions for your future or your poker hand. And I love the parallels. What else can we take away from the poker table for life? Well, uh, you always have a choice uh, for which hands you want to play in your life. Ooh, boom. That's good. There's our, there's our sound take right there. It's true. You know, we forget that we're in charge of our own game of life. We forget that we're sitting on the chips. We're sitting on the opportunities. A lot of right. times we're just wasting time and opportunity and not playing our full hand. Awesome. This is great. I'm going to become like, I'm going to need like a lot of poker chips because this sounds like to me a lot of parallel. So if I want to start being a poker player, um, where do I go? How do I get started? Where do I learn? Do you have a course on this? Um, I haven't created one yet. I had a podcast, uh, uh, but I, I, I paused uh, because I, I don't feel I have the, the time and energy to fully commit to it yet. Uh, uh, one place you can start, there's a podcast called Low Limit Poker. Uh, so that's how you can learn the basics. Uh, and honestly, if you, if you absorb those, uh, you know, those lessons from that free podcast, you, you can start making money. I love it. I like the money, but I love the idea of the life lessons. I think that those have such quantitative value to to multiply beyond just the dollars in front of me, but real huge life lessons. This is amazing. So tell our listeners before we run where we can learn more about you. Where can we find you, your products, get in contact with you, maybe for speaking at our events or corporate arenas. Tell us more. So the best way for everyone to stay in touch with me right now is through my Instagram at William Hung of the show. And we'll link that to our website as well. I appreciate your time so much today. Before we run, tell our listeners, what are the one thing we should know from your life and the experience that you've had? What is the sort of send off you want to tell everybody? I encourage you to use numbers to make informed decisions about your life. Uh, so even though we, it sounds like we talk uh, quite a bit about poker, it's not just about poker. It's more like what poker uh, uh, teaches you in terms of how you make decisions in your life, whether to take the next risk or not, where, uh, whether to try something new. Uh, one of the best questions that I learned uh, to decide is to ask 
what is the worst thing that can happen to you? From my American Idol experience, the worst thing that can happen is I go back to school. Not a big deal. So that's how you know whether it's worth taking uh, a certain risk. On the other hand, when I play poker, I don't just go in and, and you know play in the biggest tournaments around the world, costing me tens of thousands of dollars because that's very hard to earn back. Uh, so you know it's about finding the and the same thing for anything else in your life, whether it's business uh, or stocks or whatever, right? You want to think about like is uh, what would what's the worst thing that can happen and can I live with that? If 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 it's like oh my gosh, uh, I'm gonna feel sick tomorrow. Uh, if if you know stock A B C dropped like ten percent, hey, maybe you shouldn't be in the stock market. <laughs> I love it. William Hong, what a pleasure. Tell us you'll come back again and share your updates with our listeners because I have learned so much today. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, welcome. This is Audrey Lawrence. You're listening to the Self Disruption Show on iHeartRadio and WWPR in Tampa Bay, where we use science, psychology, and neuroscience to get us closer to our goals. Thank you for listening to the Self Disruption Show with Audrey Lawrence. To learn more, go to AudreyLawrence.org and follow us on your favorite social media. Don't forget to like and subscribe.